Hi, everyone. This is Gracie with Self-Care with Gracie, and I'm back with another podcast today. I want to do just a little promo first. Those of you in the Washington, D.C. area, please come see Embrace on September 19th. It's a body positive documentary. I'm co-hosting it with Holly Gerbridge, and it's it's on Gather is the – the network that we're organizing the screening, which it, you can go buy your tickets. And we tipped. We needed 60 people to make it happen, and we tipped. And then they gave us 140 more seats. They put us in, like, the big theater downtown in Chinatown in D.C. And my, I really want to fill this theater. I just think it's going to be so amazing to have so many great people who want to have a different conversation about own body image, and we'll have a panel discussion afterwards. It'll, it'll be really, really um, perception changing around how to really love yourself and your body. So buy your tickets. There's links on my on my website for that. And I'm very excited about the guest that I have today. She's um, a, a very talented person and also a good friend of mine. Her name is Michelle May. Hi, Michelle. Hi. And I'm going to introduce you a little bit here, which is which is always funny when I know someone really well. So <laughs> the the background is that I Michelle's been teaching yoga in Washington D.C. area for a very long time, like 12 years. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. So like senior badass teacher in D.C. and has also spent a lot of her her past like decade or so really diving deep into meditation and how to produce um, a healing experience from the inside, how to trust your intuition, and how to really be able to maintain um, an easier lifestyle. So I've always admired Michelle as a yoga teacher. She was one of my first yoga teachers in Washington, D.C. And one of the cool parts about life is that sometimes I get to be friends with people that are my teachers. So Michelle and I became friends. And we really connected a lot over this past couple of years around tarot and Michelle has started to read tarot. I was interested in tarot. I'd seen it. I'd had maybe a couple of readings that never really felt too important to me in the past. But when I went with Michelle, it was like every time I went and got a reading with Michelle, I would have a huge breakthrough and Michelle would always give me great homework afterwards too. I'm like, okay, you just saw this differently. You had a you had a shift, and now you have to like do something to, to like show the universe that you're willing to change. Or, and this included my um, my sex tell all email. Michelle was the one who really helped me to do that to to begin releasing feelings of like sexual shame, and uh, and deciding to take this trip to Mexico, which I probably never would have done, which was one of the best decisions that I've made to give myself a vacation in Mexico. So I'm I'm so grateful to Michelle for sharing her knowledge. And I've, I've, um, a lot of my clients and friends and other people that I know have gone to Michelle and have had the same kind of experiences. So it's not just me. And, I, and Michelle's also inspired me to start reading the tarot, which I'm, I would never have started to do. And I really don't know how people live their lives without a tarot deck these days because I seriously consult it every single day and it helps me so much to understand myself and really trust my instincts on things. So it's, it's, um, it's my great privilege to have you on the podcast, Michelle, and um, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for that lovely introduction. I'm really happy to do this. Yeah, my pleasure. And I, I'd first like to know how you got interested in, in reading the tarot and how you started to realize that what a powerful art form it is. Well, um, I got interested when I was really young, like a kid, 
in, and I was just always interested in things like that, and I bought a few decks throughout the years and, and dabbled in it, and um, like a lot of things that are that are of a mystical nature, and um, it's really com- it's kind of complicated to 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 learn it fully. Um, so I got to a point in my life when I really got into yoga and meditation and other um, you know philosophies of that nature, and I just it just one day hit me that I really if I was going to be interested in the tarot that I should learn it thoroughly, and um, it was just in the past couple of years I've studied with a teacher. I found a local teacher who's been a tarot reader for 30 years and I studied it um, in, in a different way and and now feel a, a certain extent of, of mastery in um, interpreting it and using it as a tool. So that's kind of the the easy answer. As the interest was always there, and then I, you know, ended up delving into it a little more deeply recently. And I've been reading for people for about a year now in a private setting. That's awesome. It, yeah, I really, I mean, I, I'm just like tip of the iceberg, and I learn so much from you just every time when you're reading about the cards, but it always astounds me of just how intricate the cards are and how many layers of meaning there are to the cards and I mean, even the numerology, man, I don't even know about that. But um, so I was wondering, could you give just a little background of, of like, what a, a typical tarot deck is like and how it's comprised and what some of, like, the, the, the elements that make up the tarot are? Yeah, every tarot deck is, is different but the same in that there's sort of a, a standard theme um, that the – the first 22 cards of the tarot are the major arcana. The major arcana represent um, sort of like the planets, they're archetypes, and which kind of represent like milestones in our life, just big changes and time periods and things that we go through, um, that every human goes through. And... Um, the other 55 cards in the tarot are minor arcana, which represent our daily life functioning, just like really simple, mundane daily life issues from, you know, anxiety to joy and bliss, everything in between, um, you know, money, happiness, and whatever else. Um, and that, those daily life um, cards, the minor arcana, are split up into four groups, and those four groups are the, the four suits um, are the elements, the elements that make up us. Um, cups, wands, pentacles, and um, swords. So swords represents our mind. Cups represent, again, our happiness and our joy, our creativity, um, our emotions. Wands represent our energy, our willpower, and pentacles represent our work and our home and our, our material life. So the cards, when you when you draw from them, you kind of get a look at what your life, what's going on in your life in all areas. And again, the, the major arcana symbolizes the, the more spiritual, big, big changes and um, things like that. 
So that's kind so of, wait, and, 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 and of course there are, like you said, there are layers. There are many layers. Astrology is interweaved into it, numerology. There are, are many, many layers of, of meaning according to the question or, or, you know, whatever you need clarity on. There, there's a couple different ways to interpret each card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really see it as like a lifelong study. Like, the, like for me, like the study of yoga of just like, oh, we never learn everything about the downward facing dog because it's just there's so many elements to it that we'll just study and study forever. And that's, it's cool because it's always interesting because there's, there's layers. And I, I feel the same way about the tarot that I'll, I'll probably study it forever. And I love it because every time I study it or talk about the cards, I learn something new, not only about the cards, but it helps me to understand myself better as well. Yeah, me too. There's so, still so much to learn, and I really like that. Um, and that's what's cool about every person being able to just buy a tarot deck and learn it on their own is you kind of interpret the, the cards in terms of your own life and you understand them in terms of your own experience. So each person kind of... Um, gives their own meaning to them and in that way you can understand it from a place not not of like oh there's this really esoteric meaning behind this card that I there's just too much for my mind to to understand it's it's more about it can be very simple um, according to your life and according to how you like derive meaning from the cards um, based on the image and a little bit of the traditional meanings so it's cool everybody kind of can you know have their own um, their own understanding, and in that way, it's a real gift. And well, and what I think your real gift is is you're able to really have a conversation, and that's where I've always seen like the cards will come up, and I read for myself a lot, and it's it's meaningful, and I can get sort of like a, a quick fix of information or a little clarity around something. But when I go and I do a reading with you, it's like the conversation that we have around the cards is really what feels so valuable to me. And I really, it's what I see as like the therapeutic aspect of, of the cards or of the tarot readings that I experience with you. Can you talk a, a, a bit about like how a conversation fits into that? Yeah, that's actually important um, because I, too, read for myself every day, and, and I just look at the card and say, like, one or two things, like, oh, yeah, that means that, that means that, I understand this. Okay, I need to change this. But when you have a conversation, when you do with another person, the conversation is everything. That is what allows you to pull out the things that, that are lying deep within you, um, to not only see them visually, but to discuss them, to work it out. So it's, there's a bit of talk therapy that comes along with it, and the, the, the dialogue definitely um, helps, you know, churn up what needs to be seen and digested. So there's, yeah, there's definitely like only I, I feel like a certain extent you can, there's only a certain point you can get to when you're doing it on your own, but doing it with someone else, even if it's just friends doing it together like you and I sometimes do, it's... Um, it's so, it's just so much more deep and meaningful and empowering. And I think that that's a, an important thing that in, in our times right now. We're, we're in need of some new kinds of therapy and 
I think that this is a, a brilliant one, and I wish that it would become more popular. I think it, I mean, it definitely is becoming more popular, but because of the way that it dialogues on a, an empowering level and really brings you into your own intuition and the way that it confirms your own heart, um, it's just so, I, I feel like it's, a, it's helpful in a different way where people are more apt to respond, more apt to to take action on something than they would be if they, you know, talk and talk forever about something that, which is, you know, I'm not, definitely not um, slagging therapy and talk therapy in general, but I just think that there's, there are new forms of um, therapeutic approach coming forward that are just helpful for different kinds of people. Mm. It's true. I, I use, I use the tarot now with my clients. And I'll, I'll always give them the option. I'm like, we can check in, we can talk, or we can talk around the tarot. And they'll almost always choose the tarot. Because it, it, I think that there's something really powerful about having kind of an exterior object to put a little bit of attention on, that, that, um, that especially when the cards really show something. And they do. And it's, it's just I've done so, so many readings on myself and other people, and there's just never – there's never been a time where it didn't feel completely right on, except for one instance. I was reading for my friend, Sarita, and we were doing this reading, and it was great. And all of a sudden, it stopped making sense. And I was like, mm-hmm. like does that make any sense? And she was like, no, I don't really relate. And I was like, this is really weird. And then I noticed that I dropped a card, and we, um, <laughs> we shifted. We put that card, and we shifted, and then it made sense. And that really, really showed me. I was like, this, for me, it's not just like, can we just take the cards and make meaning out of them, which of course we, we can make meaning out of anything, but I, I really, I have such a strong belief that like the, the cards really show people what, what they need to see and that they're in the same way for me that I was doing a reading the other day and like four times in a row, the cards of what I needed to work on was the King of Cups. And I was like, mm-hmm. what are the chances of this card landing basically in the same spot four times in a row? Like that to me feels so real. And so I know that. Um, but I'm curious how you talk to people who maybe are a little bit more skeptical that, like, the cards mean anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really interesting because I, too, have have never experienced the cards being wrong. Sometimes they're confuted, confusing or sometimes they're mysterious if a person's query is, like, you know, what they're asking is unknown. Um, but even that is can be empowering and, and mysterious on a really fun level. But yes, people are who are skeptical um, definitely need to to feel that it's there's some basis, there's some like grounding in um, <laughs> science in, in some way. And the way that I explain it, and the way I I totally understand and have experienced it, is that it's very akin to the um, the science of quantum physics in that. You know, quantum physics has recently confirmed that our mind, what we we think, we observe, or or rather, what we observe is is a product of our thoughts. That we create our reality due to what we think. And the tarot is just like a direct, um, a direct science. I feel like. Um, 
that, that shows that, that demonstrates that completely. Because if you're feeling something, you're having some thoughts, but they're kind of deep inside, you're not trusting your intuition, you're, or you're just confused about something, um, so it's in your mind, it's in the air. It's like an, an energy that, that is exuded from your being. So because we create our own reality with that energy of thinking, the cards that are laid down in front of you are going to respond to that. And, um, I mean, it's just, like you said, I've never been in a situation, even with people who are somewhat skeptical, where cards didn't come up that made total sense. And every person is, is... always a little bit wowed by the fact that these cards come up and not everyone some of them some cards definitely come up with um, information that they need to know that they maybe weren't thinking but mostly it's what they already know to be true deep deep inside and the cards just display it visually and that is that is just pure science to me Mm-hmm. If you think about it in terms of quantum physics, which is a little harder to wrap your mind around, it, 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 I was just thinking that it's so hard for me to wrap my mind. Or like I, I feel it, and it feels true, and I definitely know the experience of when me deciding to make an inner shift in my attitude and how much that exchanges so that um, that transforms how I experience my own life. And I, what mm-hmm. I feel is that there's a lot of different frequencies that we can tap into, and the way that we kind of set the the tone is through an inner decision that, like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a great day. <laughs> it sounds right. overly simplistic and maybe some new ageiness, but it's it's just try it. I feel like that's the thing always is like, okay, like what about putting myself in a frame of mind where I'm grateful instead of pissed off, and that's probably right. gonna attract different quality of experience and people to me. Or at least the ones that are good will want to stick around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I experienced the same thing. And for me, that is why I have such a strong, um, I don't even want to call it a belief in the tarot. It's just, I just know it to be reality. Because I know in my own life, I've experienced what negative thinking can do and what negative thinking brings into my life and what shifting that negative thinking how it you know results in a in a better outcome, and I mean I've just seen it over and over, and it's really powerful. And I see it in other people who come, and the things that the the the, the narrative that they carry within them at all times is completely creating um, their outcomes, and the tarot will reveal it too, and then give you know antidotes to it. Yeah, and just a yeah. just a simple reading just kind of starts to shift people's minds, and they feel better. They feel legitimate um, energy around like improving the situation or changing changing the situation for the better, whatever it might be. I I really look for like when we're doing a reading. Like usually when I come to you, it's like I'm like roll wound up about something and mm-hmm. as we read and you're just like an incredibly patient person too they're reading or talking or talking or talking and and like still feeling it and I'm really looking for that feeling of relief and there's always a point in the reading where I feel it where I'm like okay this is what this is what needs to happen this is what I need to do it's like this I need uh, the pressure is building because my self-awareness hasn't quite opened up in a certain area and the moment mm-hmm. that my self-awareness kind of opens up and I can change my perspective on it, which is what you always help me to do. Um, it's so incredibly liberating. Like I really I really think of clarity as being one of the most liberating feelings 
emotional states that we can be in because usually we have clarity after confusion. And it's, it's really what I see most of my, especially female, I only work with females, but like the females in my life, we have conversations around self-care. It's, it's the central theme is that we don't trust ourselves. And we, have, we mm-hmm. kind of have an instinct about something, but we're not going for it or we're overwhelmed. We're in choice paralysis. And we're in choice paralysis yeah. over, it's like just keeping emails started in my inbox, you know, of just decisions that I don't quite want to say yes or no to and how that ties up all my energy. And what I think the tarot does is it opens up the self-awareness so I can trust myself, so I can make a decision, so I can, I can just cut, I can cut it or I can bring it into my life. But it's not all these little, little things that are sort of hanging out in space that are draining me without me even knowing it. Um, does that make sense, what I just said? Oh, my God, yes, I love it. I love what you just said because what you just said is, kind of describes chaos theory. You know, it's like we, we do need confusion sometimes. We, we do need that building point where we start to get really agitated before we can feel the relief and have more self-awareness due to that relief. I love that. That's, just what, that's what I love about tarot. And I, I, it's interesting. I just experienced this last night. I had a, um, a client who the, the tarot, it started to churn and, and, and create the chaos, and this energy started to spiral, and it was a very mysterious reading, and it was dark. And she was very, very um, getting, I could see her energy building. She's like, oh, my God, I don't know how I feel about this. This is really freaking me out. And then all of a sudden it was like we hit a peak, and everything cleared, and the answers came, and everything started to flow, and she felt calm, and she felt enlightened, and, and or, or, or rather empowered. And, and um, and I could just see some of the anxieties leaving her, like things that were like had been building up and building up like you were describing, and, and they were just leaving. And, and that's what I really love about being able to do this with people is watching that transformation of when they first come in and, and what they're feeling to like what they even look like when they leave. Like there's a glow. And I mean, that is just like so to be able to help people get beyond like even a simple anxiety is so amazing i love it yeah and as a result just like people people can spend a lot of time kind of reading the books or doing the thing but if we're not actually willing to like see it differently or challenge or be challenged i think and that's where that's what i also love about your readings is you always give me some homework so it's like all right you've had this (laughs) self-awareness and go ahead send that email out. I'm just going to tell the story real quick for those of you who don't um, know, but I, I went to Michelle and we were talking about, we're always talking about my dating life and, um, and the thing that came up was like around like, kind of like shame I think was how it, how it came up of like needing to keep something hidden and I started to be like, oh my gosh, I just, I feel like there are these like experiences I've had when I was first learning about myself as a sexual being that I just look back on and I like, I didn't, I didn't respect somebody else or I didn't respect myself and Michelle, you were like, you just need to like bring it all out into the open, like send an email out to your whole list. And I, I was like, no, I can't. But I was that, that kind of really excited feeling too. Like, but I can't, but that would be kind of liberate. I could feel the liberation of it. So I, you supported me so well that week. I like went back and forth so many times and I finally sent it out and I sent it and then I left and I didn't bring my phone with me. I went to the Arboretum, just like went out in the woods for a while. And I was like, whatever comes back, you know, I, I can handle this. And I just, the response that I've gotten from people 
it was so positive of just so many other people being like, thank you for saying this because I felt the same way and you admitting it out loud made me not feel so bad. And then uh, since then, like, I, it's completely changed my relationship with my own sexuality where I don't, I don't feel like it's something I have to keep hidden. It's not a secret. I, I realize we all go through this. It was, it was so entirely liberating, but it, it wouldn't have just come from the reading. It was like I needed to do the follow-through on it afterwards. So yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. It's also always really nice for me to to go through that with somebody. <laughs> I really like it. Um, but you know, you bring up a good point with that too, and that is that you have to be willing to to actually do something. And that's something that I sometimes when I'm reading for people, I look into their eyes and I I see them understanding it, and I see them like totally the energy shifting, but then I can also see that they're, they're, I don't know, the reason I sometimes give homework, and I've been giving it a lot recently, <laughs> is that I, you have to do something about it. You can't just look at the cards and say, okay, yeah, that's really cool. I understand it. Oh, that's confirming. You have to, you have to do. You have to act. And that's the scariest part of it, is like, are you willing to take steps to move into this, you know, a sense of expanded awareness. And moving into a sense of expansion means breaking down of the old structures of self. Even if, again, if it's something really minor, you have to, like, break through and, like, walk down that path of, of fear of, you know, what the outcome might be. But it really is important, and you've, you've definitely been someone who has, like, taken action, and, um, and that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, I really think pe- people ask me, they're like, so how, how are you doing all that you're doing? And I'm, I'm just like, I just, I just take action, like, maybe to a fault sometimes that I can just take action and be like, well, I should have thought about that a little bit longer. But I'm just, I'm habitually an action taker, which I didn't used to be that way. I used to procrastinate more about things, especially things that brought up a lot of fear for me. But now I find I'm like, if I get up to the high dive and I stand there and I look around for, you know, a long time, I just won't do it. So it's like, I just got to get up there and jump. And that feels like it creates so much momentum to keep moving forward in in that way. So um, thank you. And and I really do think it is like, it's a practice for me to just keep going with it. And, And I think that Fear is always scary. Just something to say that we're never I, I, to get to that point where we're like, okay, I'm going to wait to do this thing until it feels a little bit better. It's probably not ever going to feel better. It's going to feel worse after time. So it's like I, I think if you start to feel that there is something you need to do in your life, you know, be it from like what the tarot cards tell you or something else, uh, just just to do it. And because you said this once, Michelle, about making a wrong decision and how that. Can you say what you said about that? Like how it's okay to make a wrong decision. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the, the first part of, of of what you said about that. The oh, you, cut you, off just... oh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, you said um, to me once you were talking about the power of making any kind of decision or moving forward in oh. any way, even if it's the wrong way. Do you remember this? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, because this is a very big theme in tarot is that, you know, taking action. And often people are in a place of, total uncertainty and they're not sure what action to take they're not sure like what is going to lead them to the, the the thing that they you know want because they don't know what it is that they want and just simply taking steps is is the most important thing that forward momentum that you spoke of um 
even if it isn't going to lead you to the final thing, it's just about acting, simply acting. It can be even an action that leads to failure. Failure is incredibly important for, as a learning tool. Um, but just taking steps and moving forward, showing the universe that you are like willing to, to move forward, to, to not stay stuck. Um, that message to yourself and to the universe will then bring you more opportunities. And then you start to like awaken to what is out there for you and you, you take more steps and you take more steps and it leads you down the path. It's like, it's something that we do quite naturally when we're children or when we're teenagers as we're like getting, you know, growing into our 20s um, before we start to get really fearful and ego-ridden. Um, we just like go on adventures and we just do and, and uh, those kinds of things just present themselves more easily. We're willing to take risks. We're willing to step into the unknown. We have a sense of wonder. But we don't really like to do that once we get very um, conditioned by external sources. Beautifully said, yes. And I, I think that's why people get older, why they tend to stagnate more, not because they yeah. need to, just because it's harder if, if that's not your practice when you're younger. So like yeah. growing and pushing and seeing, seeing the fear is, is necessary and seeing um, the challenge and the, the pain of growth is being part of the process and all these things that maybe we're not taught very well in our culture. Yeah. I think it's actually a little, a little bit suppressed in our culture. Um, Why do you think yeah. that is? Well, I have many... Um, opinions about that—that's quite another subject. I don't know if we want to go there, really. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe that'll be maybe that'll be another podcast. Yeah, <laughs> so, there too. We'll leave, it's always nice to leave a little um, a little something for the future. But no, I, but, I, but I agree with you, and I think that that is really where where I see our culture shifting because I think it has to. It was like us us being able to like brave we're brave I think a lot of us are really brave it's just that we we don't always have the right direction for it which is the cards you know I mean there are a lot of ways you can um, a lot of different outside sources that you can consult but I just think the cards they're beautiful first of all almost yeah. any deck you you get you're gonna like people that's when I show people the cards for the first time it's always cool because they're very taken with the pictures you know like oh I love that picture can I take a picture of that like I need I need the image because they're not really many words on many of the cards it's more about just the, the image and how that sits with you. And yeah, the image is yeah. so important. I mean, that's the whole thing, you know? So great. It's, I think it gets people below the logical level. I had a, I had a friend once, and her, her, I was doing a reading for her, and her boyfriend was kind of making fun of us. And then she was like, you have to do a reading. And he was really cynical about it, and we did the reading, and he was really taken. He's an artist. He was really taken with the pictures. And afterwards, he was like, can I see all the cards in the book? And, mm -hmm. the book. and he was looking at them for a long time. And it's like, I, I think he can, might be surprised, even if you're not totally convinced on Tara. Take a look at some of the images. Cause they're, they're, I think they're little works of art. Yeah, I think that's I'm, – I'm glad you brought that up, too, because that is one really amazing – I mean, especially if you have a, a – you know – a, a visual sense, seeing the cards and all the there's thousands of tarot decks and they're all like amazing in their own way and there's so many that you resonate with and so many that you don't and um, 
I mean, they're just so lush and interesting, and the way that people do respond to them is based on, I mean, that's what they're, that's what they're for. They're, they're meant to draw you in and, and, and you relate. You're like, I, and I think that often it's not even, um, it's not even a, a conscious resonance. It's more of a, you feel it on that, like, you know, that's why symbol exists. Symbol affects a different part of our brain that isn't really, uh, that words don't affect. And when we, when we resonate with a symbol, we, we get a feeling of relating to the meaning behind that symbol without maybe even knowing what it is. And that's why people are very taken sometimes by images. Sometimes when you flip over a card and, no one, and someone hasn't seen that, that image before, they just have a, a, an immediate visceral reaction to it because they're powerful. Their imagery is powerful. The imagery is everything. And there's so many beautiful decks coming out these days. I'd love to make one someday. Yeah, I, oh, I'd love to see your deck that you make. I can already <laughs> kind of feel it. Well, for those people who are out there and maybe their interest is peaked and they're, they're curious about getting a deck for themselves, like what, what do you recommend as the first steps for someone who wants to start exploring using this as a tool and maybe decks that you might recommend? Okay. Well, that's an interesting question because, you know, like everything in our culture, there are... <laughs> it's it's difficult because some of the the most useful cards out there can be a little bit um, you know old school <laughs> in, in terms of you know race and gender and um, and all the different things that you know exist out there. Um, so while I love the Raider Rider Weight deck as a beginning deck, it's very antiquated but I think that the symbology within it is so relatable and so easy to understand and it's one of the it's probably the most popular deck in the world the Rider Waite um, so easy to understand um, however there are so many you know depending on what kind of person you are like if you're someone that, that is just a, a very visual artistic type you might even go for something a little more um, modern like the Wild Unknown. Um, uh, it was just, just a couple, like a year or two old maybe. Um, very beautiful watercolor images, more um, centered around wildlife. And there's that one I really, I don't use it, but I think it's beautiful. And then for something that's kind of in between, um, I think that the Osho deck is is decent because it's very user-friendly. There's one word on every card that really just kind of describes the whole card. Like, uh, for instance, um, the card receptivity. And it shows an image of, of a very beautiful geometric body um, image of you know, being receptive, like whatever the question might be, be receptive. Um, so very clear. Um, some of that imagery is very cheesy and new-agey, but it's a useful deck. So Raider White, Zen Tarot, the Wild Unknown, very common ones. The Mother Peace Tarot deck that, that yeah, you actually yeah. turned me on to is, um, is very feminist and beautiful and um, in line with like more of a, an earthy 
uh, vibe. I really like that one a lot, and, and the deck is actually round, which is beautiful. And you do like a round and, reading, which is cool, and you do it. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like really made in 81, so I just expect a lot of like awesome body hair and tribal imagery and stuff <laughs> like that too. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very cool. Um, I haven't really delved into it yet. Um, and some of the other, I don't know, there's just so many amazing decks out there. I, I, I really, my, my first love, my first deck ever that I got when I was younger was the Aquarian Tarot. I think it's beautiful. For some reason, I cannot read from it, but I love it. It's, it's my, my, one of my favorite artists. The imagery is beautiful, and maybe it's just because I'm so stricken by the artwork. I just can't use it. It just doesn't work for me, but I think that for some people, it does. It's, it's, it's very useful, and it's very much in line with the um, Rider weight. but the Aquarian Tarot was amazing. The Vision Quest Tarot is really nice, Native American deck. So okay, there's, yeah, there's none. I've never heard of the Aquarian one. I'm excited. Oh, I'll have check to that one out. Yeah, mm, cool. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. looking at the pictures right now. Those look amazing. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> but we get to learn new things all the time. So, Michelle, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And I'm I'm curious if other people wanted to learn from your wisdom and get a tarot reading from you, but how would they get in touch with you? Sure. Um, for tarot readings, they could go to my web- website, which is thesacredexpanse.com, and there's a tarot page, and, and you can just click on that, or there's a contact page, and that's where most people contact me. I also have an Instagram page, which is stainless space. And people, you know, contact me through that as well. Michelle has a very lovely, inspiring Instagram feed. So I would, I would recommend Stainless Space and it's the Instagram feed, the Sacred Expanse is the website. And your, your website is beautiful. Like, you'll hands down oh, one of my you. favorite logos I've seen. So for, the, for this, Michelle has an amazing aesthetic. For the aesthetic alone, I would, I would go check out her site and stay for the tarot readings while you're there. <laughs> and Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And it was funny, we were talking before, uh, uh, Michelle and I, we do a, a course together. We teach a course together. And it's, it's an entrepreneurial circle for women who really want to learn how to create businesses from a more feminine perspective and really want to be able to take care of themselves and offer services that take care of other people in a way where you can be financially compensated enough to like, make your life out of this. And I think this was both born for us teaching yoga for a long time, which is extremely difficult to make a living long-term teaching yoga. And um, we, we did our pilot course this spring, and we're starting a new course this fall. And we do everything with very feminine principles. We follow the lunar cycle, and we, um, we use tarot as a way to really create group powerful feminine energy that we can all use as momentum and um and then i really help on on the like putting the business out in the world because that's so my passion is like i have so many ideas for everyone i need i'm like we just need to have a structure so i can actually help you create businesses from all these ideas and it's really the journey that i've been on these past couple years is how to create a business that's been authentic to me and um and michelle's been a great model of this as well so 
we were laughing about it because we don't market this. Uh, and one of, the, one of the feminine principles is really just letting it be kind of, it's invite only. We really only want to bring people into it that we feel like have done a certain level of personal work on themselves so they can really offer that work to other people by running their own business. But we were like, well, maybe we have a couple more spaces left, and maybe someone out there is going to hear this and be like, yeah, that's me. So if, if that does spark you, then you can write me. It's at Gracie at selfcarewithgracie.com, or go visit my website, selfcarewithgracie, and just use the contact page. Did I, did I, did I speak to the, to the extent of what we, what we offer, Michelle? Does that feel accurate to you? Yeah, I think you did, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a, a, a magical course. It's really about, you know, reclaiming the feminine principle in a way that I don't, that I think is, um, is of growing importance right now. And um, it's just a, a, it's a lovely, it's a lovely little course and very, very powerful and big, transformative. I think really, I mean, I say this a lot, but I always mean it with this work. It's super life-changing. Like, I saw a few people go through the pilot program, which is only half of the time that we're going to offer this course for. This is kind of the the bigger guns for people who really want to do something um, with their business. But the people in the first one, we we keep getting feedback about how how deeply it shifted how they saw themselves and how they saw their ability to do work in this world and enjoy their work. I, I feel like it's a real gift. To be able to offer it, and what what the the most amazing thing about the people from the last group um, was that they they then took some of what they got from the the group and are spreading it, and that was kind of our intention is to like start this movement, if you will. And and hopefully that the, the tentacles would reach out and inspire other women and it and it has you know it's it's going out and it's you know people from all over the the U.S. who are involved and and the, the it's it's resonating out. I love that. They're that starting their own you. groups and yeah yeah yeah. That this is how we I think to create societal change we have to start as individuals. Yeah. And and there's no spiritual process that I know of like the business process. Like if we really want to run a business with integrity and be be leader in, in our own business life, in our own lives, like it's going to bring all of our spiritual stuff to the surface. And we, we really experienced that with our the people in the first group, the women that we worked with, but also in ourselves of like this, this is a refining process. And I, I grew so much in my ability to lead other people through their growth. Um, and so I'm, I'm really looking, I'm really looking forward to this slight bit of like fear, which I think is a healthy thing for this next round as well. We're going to start on September 22nd. It's going to be from the fall equinox to the spring equinox, and and it's, I can send you more information about it if you're if you're interested in hearing, listening out there. I always, I always just trust that the right people who need this work at the right time will come. So we'll just scatter it to the wind right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, um, I'm excited to have you back in the future to, to dive into more topics, and I, I appreciate you taking the time now. It's been, been wonderful to, to discuss the tarot with you. Thank you so much for, for connecting with me in, in this and um, for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it, and I'm so happy to, to talk about this, especially with you since we have a rapport 
on this subject. Oh yeah, we can we can get geeky on the tarot for a long time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great. And then for those of you who are listening out there, check out Michelle's website. Uh, consider getting your own tarot card deck and just play with it. Check out the images, see what how, how they correspond. Let me know how it goes for you. And um, thank you for your attention. I hope you have a great week. Take care of yourself, everyone. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Gracie with Beautiful Life Self-Care. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where on Wednesday afternoons, I'll send you more self-care practices, more inspiration, and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. And remember, keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place.